Sean Boyles here, the Sean Boyles Podcast, on location today, on location in the Monday morning traffic, the commute as they say, we're going down the road, we're in the truck, we're trying to go to a job, I have a day job, and I'm on my way there uh, to go uh, paint a house, I'm a house painter, I paint houses and shit, uh, and I always say house painter because I was always saying I was a painter and people thought I used the canvas and little brushes and uh, painted happy little trees and shit. And uh, I, I don't do that. That's not my, uh, that's not my bag. That's not, that's not in my wheelhouse. Uh, I am a commercial and residential enamel and latex application technician. That's what I am. I'll be painting houses and shit, yo. And uh, that's what pays the bills. Music and stand-up comedy do not pay the bills. Uh, I haven't done either one of those right enough yet to make it so that those pay the bills. So I have to... um, I gotta whore myself out to uh, make your house look better with beautiful color in the in the way of, of, of latex and enamel paints. How about that? I'll stain a fence too if you if if you if, if you want. I'll stain your fence. Waterproofing. Uh, maybe you need some texturing. Maybe you need a tech your walls are are, are are smooth and you don't like that. Maybe you want them to look a little lumpy. So I'll do to I'll texture. Maybe you have fresh drywall that you put up and it needs to be uh, taped and mudded, and I can I can do that too. I'll do that. And uh, maybe you got that shitty popcorn ceiling shit. Remember the popcorn ceiling? Remember that stuff? You might maybe you still have that. Maybe you want that removed because it's ugly as fuck and it's stained and it collects cobwebs. And maybe um, if you had popcorn ceiling done in the mid '80s, uh, maybe there's um, maybe there's uh, there's little sparkles. There's little sparkles in your popcorn ceiling. Have you seen the popcorn ceiling with sparkles? It's cute. Sparkles. Um, a lot of people don't even realize what the popcorn ceiling was was, was invented for. But uh, maybe I'll give you a little insight on that. It's for acoustics. Sometimes they call it acoustic ceiling. And uh, it was a way to keep reverberation from happening in your home. Uh, especially apartments. So you don't hear your neighbor making all kinds of noise. It doesn't really work. It works a little bit, but definitely definitely didn't do what they thought it was going to do. And it's ugly as shit. So uh, I'll remove that shit and re-mud and and re-texture until your house looks a little better instead of dealing with uh, something that looks like uh, really bad cottage cheese with sparkles in it on your ceiling. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Um... I'm getting this up late because I am a busy man. And I usually like to try to do the podcast, uh, at least record it on Saturday morning or uh, Sunday morning. And now it is Monday morning and I haven't gotten to it. So uh, I need to take the time like <laughs> during the commute to do this. I have an hour and a half drive to this job today. So I figured I could bang out the podcast while I'm driving. Uh, hopefully we don't record my death. That would suck. Um, that wouldn't be fun at all. 
that would be tragic, in fact. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we had a little production issue here at the start because uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to uh, play the music through the through the speakers of the truck here, and um, and so I brought the iPad to play the music through the speakers, and the iPad was not charged, and it wasn't starting up, and I'm driving down the road, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to start the podcast anyway, and I started doing it, and I started recording it, and uh, this is a little behind the curtain stuff right now, and uh, then the iPad came on, so I started over, so um, some of the stuff that I'm saying right now, I have said twice already in uh, the last, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. And now, uh, now, now, from this point on, we're making progress in the podcast. See how that works? See, a little behind the music or behind the the uh, don't 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 pay attention to the man behind the curtain. I'm 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 behind the curtain and I'm doing a podcast anyway. Uh, I was thinking about something earlier this week when I was uh, pulling out my headphones. I was going to put in the little earbuds, and I was going to uh, listen to uh, some music or another podcast. Um, not my own, because that's a little narcissistic, right? You don't listen to your own podcast, see what the hell you... T- you just said it. You should know what you said, right? Um, I'll listen back to make sure it's, the level's okay, but that's a, that's about it. And uh, uh, But as I, I've mentioned before, um, if I think I got onto something... I think I, uh, for some reason my mind does a different thing when the little red light is on, as they say. That's the record light, if you don't know. Um, when I'm recording, my mind tends to maybe a little bit, be a little bit better at the, at the improving, um, a little bit better at saying some snarky thing that might be funny, and, um, maybe, and just maybe, it's just good enough to develop into something that I can use on stage for stand-up. Um, that's kind of the whole purpose of this podcast is maybe I, uh, maybe I fall onto a little tidbit and, uh, I can develop it into, uh, some jokey jokes. Cause thus far, um, as I've been described to, uh, or as, as I've been described by some of my fellow comics, um, I go for the low hanging fruit, as they say. I go for the, maybe the obvious or the stuff that's easy to, to, to make fun of. Um, I just go for the shit that I think is funny. I don't overthink this shit. I think if you're overthinking anything, um, of course you want to be the best at what you're doing. You want to try, you want to try your best. You want to do the best. Um, but in the overall grand scheme of, do I want to make sure that I'm of the utmost artisan in, um, you know, do I hold, do I try to strive for some super high mark for myself? Yes. In anybody else's eyes, I could give a shit. Um, I just don't care that much to what other people think. I don't think as an artist, you should care what other people think. You're the artist. You're the one putting the stuff out there. Do what you want to do, Jack. It's, it's all right. Have fun. That's what you should be doing. You should be able Express yourself however you need to express yourself through whatever medium you need to express yourself. Um, and, you know, just do it. Have fun. Do it the best that you know how to do it. 
maybe ask for some advice. Hey, I, I'm not quite getting this thing down. I want to do this, but I'm not quite figuring it out. You could ask. It's totally okay. Ask somebody that you admire. Ask somebody that you think, hey, I like the way they do that thing. And I'm going to ask them how to do the thing. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, anyway, I was um, I was untangling some headphones, as I was saying. And uh, I got to thinking about all the time I have spent either untangling headphones, untangling cords, under, te- you know, like I said, I paint houses, so there's extension cords, I gotta pull out a palm sander, and I gotta sand something, I gotta untangle an extension cord, uh, I've been a musician, like I've said, for a long, long time, and, uh, I got stuff on, even though I play drums, I got, I got PAs, I gotta plug stuff in, I got cords to untangle there, extension cords to untangle, Headphones to untangle. I started thinking about it. A lot of my life has been untangling cords. How much time in... Okay, let's see. If I started playing drums when I was eight, not too much cord untangling there in the early days. But say when I started playing in bands. 14. Okay? 45 now. What is that? 30 30 years... Oh my god, I'm fucking old. 30, 31 years of dealing with cord untangling issues. Um, I don't know if you, you, you each, how long does it take to untangle a cord? A minute? 30 seconds? Depending on how big of a cord. I got a big 100 foot extension cord. That thing gets tangled. It's fucking a good, I don't know. Five minutes maybe sometimes untangling that piece of shit. But um, I'm just so if I were to chalk up and add up all the cord untangling, I don't know, two and a half, three years worth of, you know, line up all the time, nut to butt, from the first cord I ever untangled to about. 15 minutes ago when I put the head, uh, pulled the headphones out to untangle them and put them in my ears. Um, yeah, I'm going to say two and a half years of cord untangling. It's just a guess. It's just a guess. Maybe not that. Maybe, you know, I could be exaggerating. I've been, I've been known to do that. I've been known to exaggerate. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, tired ladies and gentlemen I'm tired I haven't had I've been really really busy that's why I'm getting this up late uh, and having a lot hard time getting out of bed in the morning uh, I'm eating a lot better I'm doing better as far as that's concerned I, um, I was feeling like I had energy there for a minute um, but just lately in the past I noticed it maybe a a year ago just how long it's taken me to just get out of bed and because I remember when I was a kid especially once I started driving to school I started school at 730 something like that 725 some stupid odd you know some odd time because I had what was called O period or zero period I had 
class before first period. Because I was a band geek, and oftentimes band would be fucking zero period. And I don't know why they did it that early. Who wants to fucking blow into a trumpet at 7.30 in the morning? Um, but us band geeks did! Woohoo! So, um, I, um, my school, when I started driving to school, my high school was on the other side of town. I transferred to that school and um, I started school at 725 I left my house at 710 at the latest and I got up at 7 so I need to be at school at 725 I'm getting up at 7 only taking 10 minutes to jump out of bed throw some breakfast down my throat, chew on something, and jump in the truck and drive to school. That's what I did for the last two years of high school. And, you know, and then well into my 20s, get up, you know, minutes before I need to be anywhere, jump up, throw some water on my face, brush my teeth, and go. And, uh, and, you know, honestly, sometimes probably skip the teeth brushing part. I know that sounds disgusting. That sounds gross. You're like, oh, Sean, why you got to brush your teeth. You know what? Sometimes I'm not brushing the teeth. I forget. Or I just don't even, it's just, it's, it's, it, this is my problem. These are the things I need to deal with and to better improve myself. Maybe it's an ongoing problem. Maybe I didn't brush my teeth this morning either. I don't know. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull the curtain back on that one. Anyway, as I'm getting older, a lot harder, a lot harder to get out of bed. Between just the foggy, fogginess of the brain, the bones aching, muscles sore, forty-five years of body abuse, not like, but like. I didn't, I'm not fucking Steve-O or no shit, you know what I mean? I didn't, I haven't been lighting my fucking, <laughs> lighting my face on fire and stapling my sack to my thigh, nothing like that. Uh, but, you know, maybe I don't bend at the knees when I lift something, you know what I mean? That kind of abuse. Climbing up and down ladders and shit, crawling around on hardwood floors, taping up baseboards and shit, you know what I mean? Just... Wear and tear, normal wear and tear that at 45 you start feeling. Um, actually, anytime in and around 40, I had a friend of mine tell me I hadn't been, I wasn't 40 yet, and he was uh, well into his 40s. And I, you know, razzing him about being an old man and shit like that, you know what I mean? Shit the dudes do to each other, you know, you just, you just poking fun, not meaning any harm. And we were laughing, and I was calling him old man. But then he stopped, and he got serious, and he was like, "Hey, the second you turn forty, you're gonna start feeling all this shit." And God damn it, was he right? Uh, I remember my girlfriend at the time. Her starting to come. You know, we were about the same age. We were creeping up on forty, and uh, she was complaining about aches and pains, and and I was like, "We're just, we're getting, we're almost forty. It's just." It's life. It's 
the way it is. This is how it goes. I mean, as humans, we didn't live much longer than this. It was a long time where the, you know, the Homo sapien didn't live past forty too much longer. I don't. Our, our bodies are not meant to go much past this. I don't think technology is keeping us alive. Inadvertently, um, we're not cyborgs yet. We don't got fucking biomechanic stuff running through our guts and parts and whatever. Anyway, nobody's got an implant yet, right? That fucking Musk guy is working on that, isn't he? Isn't the te- Eon? What's his name? Eon Musk? Is it Eon? What the hell's that cat's name? Anyway. I'm not looking anything up. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, um, it's just yeah, it's just getting fucking, getting hard to get out of bed these days. I don't know if it's it's getting into fall, maybe it's the weather change, but I don't think so because this has been happening for about a year or more. So I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a weather thing. Uh, goofy thing, you know. This is a probably a little bit too in, you know local. But uh, here in the Bay Area, uh, our weather variance is not much. It's pretty nice most of the time. Gets a little little balmy in the uh, in the late November, December, January area. Uh, the Bay Area for weather is uh, it's nice. Stays at about seventy five degrees a lot. Uh, dips into the mid-60s a lot. Not a lot of variants. However, and I've said this before, um, gets up and around 80, maybe a little, maybe over 85. People around the Bay Area start bitching about the heat. If it dips down below 60, people start bitching about the cold. It's a really odd thing. Um, what little variants we have uh, are, are tolerant for the weather in the Bay Area. Um, and an interesting thing happens in the Bay Area, like every, uh, as it gets into fall, as the summer starts winding down, it gets, starts cooling off. And uh, you start feeling like, okay, fall is coming. We can put the shorts away. We can uh, uh, pull out the sweaters. And sweatshirts, and uh, maybe we'll get that big jacket go, go out because it's gonna get cold later. Um, but then, oh, but then, last week of September, maybe the first week of October, um, a blast of heat, uh, maybe two, three, four days sometimes, and it happens every year. It happens every fucking year. Uh, we get this. It starts to cool down, and then we get a couple days of just gnarly middle of August kind of just high 90s maybe even into the hundreds kind of heat and everyone's like oh what's the fall it's we're into the fall and it's and it's this hot I can't believe oh it must be the global no it happens every year it happens every year it always happens we get a little heat right before we get our first rain um, and that happened this week. It happened on, uh, what was that? Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. We got some pretty good heat. And now it's kind of cold today. So I was just, you know, 
five days ago, six days ago. So, uh, anyway, that's what ha- happens a lot here in the Bay Area. It's a weird phenomenon where it starts to get cold, starts to feel like it's gonna, the weather is changing. Not so fast! We're gonna blast you with some heat one last time. Don't put those Bermuda shorts away yet. People still wear Bermuda shorts? Is that still a thing? Remember when anthrax thought it'd be a good idea to wear Bermuda shorts all the time? Wear a black heavy metal t-shirt with your favorite band and loud-ass Bermuda shorts. Um, It's like, you know, red shorts with palm trees on them or yellow shorts with fucking sailboats or... What the... And it caught on. It caught on. You go to a concert and you see some dick with a... uh, I think I might have had a couple pairs of those shitty shorts. Any, but I'm just saying, why did why was that a thing? Why did we think that was a good idea? That was a terrible idea. That looked awful. Black t-shirts. Your favorite heavy metal monstrosity band. And a... Uh, and a pair of fucking goofy-ass shorts. What the fuck were we thinking? What were the anthrax guys thinking? They're the ones that came up with that shit. Goofy guys. Goofy guys. They were definitely the goofs of the thrash metal scene, huh? Laughing and making jokes and that whole not thing. Scott Ian shaving the word not into his chest hairs. You can't take shit too seriously. That's, I guess, the moral of the story there, right? Have a good time. Have fun. I was just saying that earlier. Have fun with what you're doing. Um, I just never thought thrash metal needed to smile that much. Talking about apocalyptic things and the threat of nuclear war and death. A lot of death. Death and dying. Jumping around wearing fucking goofy shorts. Saying not. Anthrax was cool though. Among the Living, one of the best thrash metal records ever, right? Up there in the uh, classics. You know, it's up there with Rain and Blood and Master of Puppets. And uh, I don't know, which Megadeth record is the is the Holy Grail? Peace Cells? Or, uh, or would you say uh, Rust in Peace? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard. It's a hard. Uh... Or So Far So Good So What? That's a sleeper album. So far, so good, so what? There's some badass shit on that record. Hook and Mouth and um, Liar. Ah, oh, there's some good songs on that record. Don't forget that record. But that was the first, that was like the first uh, lineup change, right, for Megadeth was that record. So maybe people pan that record because it's not Chris Poland anymore and, and, and Gar. Gar, what was it? I don't know. I don't remember. There was a Gar. His name was Gar. He's, I think he passed away since. Um, anytime you got a dude named Gar in your band, you're fuck. You ain't fucking around. Get a guy named Gar. That's a. That's a. That's a fucking. That's a man. That's a man name right there, Gar. You're gonna be named Gar. You're gonna. You have. You got. You got weapons. You own weapons. Probably some sort of knife type thing. You got weapons. You know how to use these weapons. You probably know multiple ways to um, 
maybe choke somebody out. Uh, you probably have a lot of blunt objects laying around that you can bash people in the head with. Um, Gar. Gar probably rides a motorcycle. Didn't, wasn't the guy in the... Wasn't uh, Sam Elliott's character in Mask? Wasn't his name Gar? See? I mean, the guy was a biker, wasn't he? Um, maybe or that was maybe this is my sub- subconscious saying at first before I thought of it. But yeah, Gar, that's a man's that's a man's name. That is a man's name. Anyway, um Yeah. I don't know. What's what Megadeth Records the 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 one? Killing is my business and business is good. I don't know. I don't know which one. Anyway, uh Let's talk about saying shit and triggering, um, there's this Greta, Greta Talberg, is it, what's her name? I forgot already. I just, I, I didn't even hear what she said, nothing more than a couple of seconds worth. Um, sounded like she was railing about some uh, global warming and uh, let's get our shit together kind of thing. And she's a young person. Anytime a young person says something, it uh, sort of strikes a chord for a minute. And uh, hopefully this struck a chord with some people. But then I started seeing a lot of uh, people talking about how this is triggering. Uh, uh, men are being triggered by this young woman. Um, I don't, I don't want to sound like a, some sort of chauvinist or anything like that and of course as soon as you say that right you're gonna say something chauvinistic but um i don't think i'm i think we're taking this word trigger getting triggered by something and we're tacking tacking it onto anybody that has a reaction to something um and i don't and they're saying men are being triggered by this 16 year old girl yelling at us about the environment and I don't think anybody's being triggered by it because when I think of triggered I think of the oh my god oh my god I can't believe you just said that oh my god that's offending me um I don't think anybody's being offended by somebody making some good points about what we need to do to maybe fix some shit Uh, I don't think anybody ever gets triggered by that Having a reaction, and um, and maybe crit- you know I think we need, I think we need to stop criticizing who says something or how they say something, and let's listen to what's being said. Uh, uh, cont- uh, the, the content is seems to be irrelevant anymore, and and and, and we're too quick to jump on somebody for saying something or using a word that might not be the right word to use or maybe it's a word that we don't use anymore or maybe it didn't use the right pronoun or maybe it didn't use the right sentence structure to say what you're trying to say and the content in which is being said is completely lost because we're hung up on bullshit we're hung up on the wrong details uh, let's listen to what people are saying. Let's do that. 
let's forego all this. You ever have a conversation with somebody and they said something and they said it all fucked off wrong? Say they said the wrong, but you know what they're talking about. You do this with your friends. You let them slide. Uh, you know, unless you're, you know, somebody that wants to razz somebody. And then you go, hey, you know, you don't pronounce it that way, you know. You know, I, I do this with my wife. My wife is Japanese. She does Her English is okay. It's not amazing. And she'll say stuff a little goofy because she's still learning the language. I'll correct her because she has asked me to make sure that she's saying the right thing to correct her so she can improve her English. And I don't mind doing that. But even when she says it wrong, I know what she's talking about. I know what she's saying. You know what I mean? I tell her all the time that her English is good enough that we can have a relationship with each other. I I could not have a relationship with somebody if I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. So I'm not hung up on the details and what she's saying. And I think we're overly, hyperly sensitive on the details and the words and the tone in which somebody says. And um, instead of actually hearing what they're saying in order to understand their point and, and, and maybe we can discuss it and do something about it. Instead, we're getting, we're just too hung up on and it's, it's so counterproductive. It's just that there's no way um, we're gonna have any progress. We're, you know, it's like we we it's like we're creating our own bureaucracy in our in our social circles. Like you know, um, perfect example. I had a I got a buddy that's a pipe fitter. He's a pipe fitter, and um, he. Um, uh, we got a lab, uh, a government-run lab out here in the Bay Area in Livermore, uh, uh, the Lawrence Lawrence of Livermore Lab, and uh, it's a government-ran facility, and they do a lot of top-secret shit in there. And uh, one of the things they're working on that's, I, I believe it, I, I, they're working on trying to recreate the Big Bang, right? They're trying to slam atoms together to see if it creates a black hole. Or there's a few facilities around in the country. That are uh, that are doing this, and one of them is this lab out here in Livermore, California. And um, my uh, a good friend of mine works for a pipe fitting outfit, and they sometimes get contracted to go in there and do some work. Now, sometimes the piping needs to be up, a lo- run up a wall and, and and run up high and up and out of the way. So maybe you got some scaffolding because it's in a where it's a warehouse. Warehouse ceilings are what twenty feet, thirty feet, and they're up there and they're on the scaffolding and they're using a screwdriver to to screw in something and 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 then they drop the screwdriver on accident that's screwdriver screwdriver falls down three uh three levels of scaffolding and lands on the ground and what the uh regulations state in this government run facility anytime there is an accident all work must stop so here you got you know four or five guys crawling around on some scaffolding trying to do some work and now someone dropped a screwdriver and now the work has to stop everybody climb down off the scaffolding everybody stand over here off to the side anybody working in this area needs to stop working and then some dick with a clipboard's got to come out inspect the screwdriver 
Inspect the ground around the screwdriver. Inspect the scaffolding for safety. And send the guy probably to go get a... uh, uh, Have a drug test to make sure he is not under the influence of anything. Thus uh, creating him to create an unsafe work environment. That's why he dropped the screwdriver. Potentially... I don't know what. Grazing somebody... Or maybe it lands just right and it hits you right in the fucking skull and pierces your brain and you die or worse, uh, drool all over yourself enough to drink out of a straw because some dick dropped a screwdriver. Now, I'm telling you all this dumb stuff because I am making a point. Uh, It would be way easier and way more productive if the guy can just climb down off off the scaffolding grab the screwdriver off the ground and continue working. Or reach into his fucking tool belt and grab another screwdriver because any good carpenter or any sort of guy that's doing that kind of work maybe he's got more than one screwdriver on him. I don't know. I'm just saying. They've made it so that they're so hung up on the part that was wrong that everything grinded to a halt and stops. And someone needs to overly examine the thing before anything can happen and this is what we're doing right now people this is what we're doing with everybody that says something um i'm sure you could pick this whole podcast apart and uh, say and find all kinds of things wrong with what i'm saying because i aren't that smart but i know what love is no um what is that? Forrest Gump? I'm not a smart man, Jenny. Anyway, um, definitely not a smart man. So, uh, anyway, this 16-year-old kid screaming about the environment. And somebody, I guess, put her, uh, I haven't listened to it yet. Someone put her uh, speech into a uh, 